Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh, my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because Bill and fresh as hell. Oh, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move, and throws, and touchdown. Oh, no, no, no. Yes. Quarterback log, I'll report back shortly. Justin out. Stay tuned for this good content. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Merry Christmas, folks. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my buddy, my little elf, Kev Huggin' Duggan. <laughs> I feel so festive right now. <laughs> Thank you for bringing us in that way. Well, folks, it's the day after Christmas. Uh, what a day it was and what a weekend of football. Uh, lots to talk about here for this episode. Obviously, Kyle's not here. I'm sure he's got kids hanging from every appendage on him right now oh yeah christmas so. well christmas in southern california you can go out and do stuff and get crazy yeah hey it's, what a concept it's freezing balls here my kids <laughs> are stuck so in the house cold. let's go let's record yeah so uh we wanted to get an episode out for you guys it's gonna be a quick one i'm gonna tell you that right now we're not gonna go too deep into this but we did want to at least come out wish you all a merry christmas and talk about some of the stuff that happened over this weekend uh because we kevin and i got to sit down and watch this game uh, against uh, the Buffalo Bills, which prior to the game starting, everybody was like, I, why are we even going to bother putting yeah. up the graphic, right, guys? Everybody thinks the Bills are going to win, right, right? And sure enough, they did. But we looked so <laughs> different. The I just remember looking at the first drive because we drove down the field on our first possession and, and kicked the field goal. I remember just looking at you like, is this what it's supposed to feel like? Yeah. <laughs> like, I forgot how fun it is to be a team that can move the ball and stop an offense. Like, what happened? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, after last or the game prior to that, I think everybody was just like, they're not going to hold their own against the Buffalo Bills, one of the playoff competing teams right now. And hey, man, for a while there, Chargers were up 10 to nothing. Oh, dude, for sure. It was it was dominant. Like there were certain dominant moments where I especially the defense. I don't yeah, they the changed a, a lot on the defense and it got much simpler. Derwin was closer to the line of scrimmage the whole time. Oh, yeah. We were they were making plays. They were getting Allen off his spot and uncomfortable and making some terrible throws. Yeah. And it was it was fun to watch. Like we clearly have the players. Oh, yeah. We clearly have the guys capable of doing it. I think this is a resounding coach issue now that we've seen it with another um another coach big time yeah i mean this is a completely different game if you've got justin herbert if you've got keenan allen if you've got mike williams if you've got Corey lindsley like this could have been completely different and it like and you're right it was just a glimpse into what everybody i think was excited about for this team before the season started you're like holy shit look at all these playmakers this is gonna be a hell of a season yeah and it wasn't and that was a glimpse into it. Again, granted, we lost. I get it. But 24 to 22, like holding our own, we were in that all the way. I mean, the very last minutes. Yeah. If we would have, if, if honestly, if Easton Stick didn't get sacked and, you know, the time run off, like if he could have had a couple more plays and not have to result to that, you know, constantly trying to pitch the ball back, trying to run it down the field thing, they could have gotten within field goal range and Digger the kicker could have put this game away. I mean, he was what, like five for five on field goals he, that day? He was perfect. Yeah. He was perfect in every way. He definitely needs to go to the Pro Bowl. But I, I remember at the end of that game when, uh, you remember when they called that touchdown back and we we're like, oh, he's down. Thank God. Oh, and yeah, we looked at each other like, oh, no, man, we wish he would have scored there because we could have got the ball yeah, back with at we least had more time. Two, two minutes. Yeah. Like that's a two minute drive at that point. And they yeah. were moving the ball a, a pretty efficiently. We still don't can't run very well. And I think that's absolutely something to address next season. Um, I don't know how you address that as a whole because we've been trying to address it for years now but 
oh God, it was, I am very confident that Easton Stick is the perfect backup for us because he could go in there with the guys that we have on the roster. If the starting lineup's in and Justin needs to take a break, needs to take a quarter off, he can still put up points for us. So I, I think you need to bring him back if you can. I would 100% agree. Um, it makes me concerned for the future of Max Duggan, but I I love hey, what Easton Stick was doing. You got you got a lot of Duggins in your life. You know what I mean? <laughs> Worst case scenario, you'll be stuck with one enough. of us. Case, <laughs> give me more. What's a pop, but just can't stop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> get your fix. Uh, I always need more Duggins in my life. But uh, yeah, great game. You know, it, on it's so funny because like, yeah, it's a loss, but everybody that's been talking about it online was going like, that was a great game. The, that was fun to watch. The mindset of our <laughs> fan base kind of changes a little bit. And it's it, like, oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was neat. I, I mean, because there really wasn't any major blunders. Like there was definitely a few times that you were just like, ah, you shouldn't have done that. Or, ah, you kind of let go of that one. But there weren't any times that you were just like, what are we doing? Yeah. Why are we doing this? Like. Who's bit. calling these plays? It was just, oh, this is fun. We're 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 pushing it down the field with Easton Sticks running it in and getting touchdowns. Quentin Johnston had a couple of catches as well. Yeah. So it was all very exciting for the future. We're really looking forward to it. Um, we'll talk about everything else uh, going on around the league and the upcoming game. Uh, this next one is going to be against Denver. Yeah, in Denver. In Denver. Yeah. We'll, Who we'll the Denver Broncos just lost to. Who was it? Uh, oh, the Patriots. The, the ones that we shut out? Yeah. The ones just, that couldn't <laughs> score on us? They just lost with the Patriots. With Brandon Staley? <laughs> Crazy. And then we follow that up with the with the Chiefs, who just lost to the Raiders. Oh, like, God. the AFC West is in shambles this year, dude. Like <laughs> It's so crazy. I wonder if there's a way that the Chiefs don't make the playoffs. Dude. If they just lose out? Like, I wonder if there's, like, a, re- a realistic way where that's a possibility. Could you, ima- world? <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. Well, uh, folks, uh, what you can imagine is going over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash charger chat. Check out all the fun, silly videos we got going on over there. Uh, we've got a hangout coming up here pretty soon. We got to talk about that as well. Oh, yeah. We got to schedule that for our special tens. We hang out with those guys every month. You Let's can do, do that too over at patreon.com slash charger chat. And if you don't want to go over there, that's totally fine. You can go on over to our regular website, chargerchat.com. Check out all the cool stuff we got over there t shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other charger chatteteers in the member section and ask questions and ask both fam. So go check out chargerchat.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, folks. Well, like I said, short episode this week. We're going to just dive right into Ask Bolt Fam. And this week as well, we're, we're down to what? One hat? We've got one hat left? I think we got a, we got a few. We got oh, like a, okay. we have a, a small amount left. So we thought, you know what? It's, it is still Christmas. We might as it well is. give, you know, instead of the oh, crazy, oh, oh. <laughs> the game wasn't that bad. So not three hats this, this time. We're going to okay. do, we'll do Uno. <laughs> we're feeling giving. Not, not that, that giving. <laughs> Time to put your money where your mouth is. Hi, guys. Go jam a thumb up his bottle. That's what you do. I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Good luck, you boy. That's right, folks. Time for Ask Bolt Fam. And we start off at the top with Swipe of Visuals. Let's go. Who asked the question? Hey, is Kyle a fan of Dick Perfect yet? Here's the graphic again for those who haven't seen my Twitter, LOL. All right. Well, for those that don't know, I don't know how you haven't, uh, but uh, Kevin came up with the Dick Perfect. A play on uh, Dude Perfect. A play on Dude Perfect. He's trick shots. Let's go. He's been perfect. He's been, they keep showing the graphic that he has been perfect on extra points and he's only missed like two field goals this season. He's just one of the best. It would be insane if he doesn't make the Pro Bowl. So he is Dick Perfect. Dick Perfect. (laughs) He is. Um, should we share the graphic? Should I think I think we must. Okay, real quick. Here we go. 
I mean, come on. This is as She's, it's beautiful. It's it, a, it is beauty and it's grace. It is dick perfect. And it's all up in your face. <laughs> dick perfect. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it goes. I don't know how I don't if Kyle doesn't love this, I don't know. He's a lost cause, I guess. <laughs> I think Kyle Kyle always was a little squirmy with the when the dick perfect came out of the old <laughs> satchel of mine um but we'll we'll see uh well it, it gets my vote for sure all right dick perfect keep it up great work especially after that commercial yeah I mean, commercial. Yeah. that commercial was amazing <laughs> all right well there you go swipe of visuals thank you for asking the question let's move it on now to anthony tony francis who asked the question? OMFG, was it just me or did Easton Stick just look like a low-key Pro Bowl alternate who might get the start if the three original starters got COVID and had to sit out? But wow, oh wow, oh wow, oh wow. It's amazing <laughs> to see how much these men came out and fought tonight. And even though we lost on the scoreboard, we won in the draft room. The effort shown by these men was a 180-degree change from last Thursday in Vegas. My question is this. The roster tonight was basically the same roster from last Thursday night. Does any part of you believe the players truly quit on Staley last Thursday night to send a message that a big change needs to happen ASAP? It was literally last night or night and day watching the effort the players put in tonight versus last Thursday. Is Harbaugh here yet? What is his first day on the job? Caleb, bye. What do you think, Coach? Whoa. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> I'm here. Whoa. This is a Christmas miracle. It, it, took me a while to, <laughs> it took me a while to find the fireplace, but I made it. We're here. We did it. He came down. Wow. Well, ho, ho, yeah. ho. You, you just missed it, Kyle. We, we, <laughs> we, we talked about uh, Dick Perfect. Are you sold on it yet? Because he's killing it right now. I'm still not sold on the nickname. Oh, come I on. on the man. <laughs> I what told you. Do? I called it. <laughs> there's no way to, there's no, there's nothing he could do to make it nickname work. Okay. <laughs> I love well, the man himself, but the nickname just ain't it for me. All right, fine. Well, That's I tried. I tried fair, swiping. Fair. Yeah, you did try. Um, all right. Well, Tony's, uh, Anthony, Tony Francis's question here uh, on whether or not uh, the, the team was not really giving it their all. Uh, they quit last Thursday. Do you feel that? I don't know. I think that, I think that, I don't know if it was like an intentional, Hey, let's throw this game so that Staley gets fired. I don't think that that's the case. Um, I just think after you have played how many games they played for him? 34 over 50 games for the guy. Mm -hmm. You kind of just get into a lull of like, all right, yeah, cool. I'm kind of over it. You know, like you should in the back of your mind, there's just not that passion and that push and that desire to play. Mm -hmm. It's like at school when you're, you're coming to the end of the semester you're like, man, screw this class. I don't care if I get a C. It is what it is. Like, yeah. I'll just get my pass. But then the next semester starts. You're like, all right, I'm going to kill it. I'm getting straight A's. I'm going <laughs> to grind. This is it. That was like Giff Smith's first first beginning of the semester. There you go. So yeah. but, but, it, but it is. Like, it's hard. It's easy to coach for a week. It is hard to coach for 18 weeks. Keep guys motivated and keep them going. So um, I think no matter who the guy was that was going to step in, it just you we see it all the time. You see it with Antonio Pierce now with the Raiders. You get that that new guy. It's just like a oh, this is a new season. Okay, let me turn it back on and let's get after it and have fun for the last couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it was like a hey, let's throw the game so he gets fired. I think it was a we've had forty plus games of kind of being I'm, I'm over it. I just don't really have it in me anymore. Gotcha. Well, and it was interesting that Popper article because he talked about how, you know, basically the players, the big thing he would say is like, this stuff happens in the NFL. Like that was his big, big point to say whenever there was a big loss or something. Yeah. And a lot of those guys were playoff, you know, were on playoff teams, were on championship caliber teams. And they said, this doesn't happen like this. <laughs> Right. So uh, I it think that was happened like this. I think it was the mindset ca caught up to him, and people are just like, "All right, well, if he feels like this could just happen, then this just happens sometimes." And yeah, they're now the GIF. Everything I hear from GIF, it sounds like no, go out there. You know, if you're not fighting for your guy, and you know, next to you, we're gonna pull you out. Yeah, that's like what I it's said just the post -game straightforward, yeah. clean, no, no messing around. Like just go fight for your brothers. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It it, it just became not emotional. Like there was right. no emotion behind anybody, even in the pressers. Like you hear the way that Derwin James used to talk to the way that he does interviews now. It's just like a, yeah, I'm just here to do my job. And Austin Eckler too. It's like, I just need to get touchdowns. So I just got to do my job. I don't care about anybody else. 
I'm just going to do my thing. And that's just like, that's the environment and the culture that it kind of created. Whereas GIF, you're like, hell yeah, I'm going to run through a wall. I don't care if I play a snap or I get any tack. I don't care if I score. Let's just win. That's like, that's the attitude you have to have. Yeah, for sure. Well, all right. So, I mean, and the rest of his questions, is Harbaugh here yet? Not yet, but we did see some article or some quotes of people saying that he's been offered a pretty big substantial contract and he hasn't signed it just yet. Yeah, he got offered a 10-year, $115 million, million contract from Michigan, but... But he's not allowed to talk to any NFL teams. Yeah, he can't leave. But weird stipulation, he can't leave in 2024. So that contract can be on the table, but basically that contract only locks him in for one year. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, dude, just get out of there. Go in, go in. Right. You know, go with the college playoffs and get over here. Yeah. Do All we right. think that, wait, do we think that that's like a stipulation? Like he's not going to leave college until he wins the national championship? I think that's, if you look at anything, you know, you don't want to leave until you're successful at it. Like if he, they have a very good shot of winning all of it because they start with Alabama. And I think they're the, I think they're one of the best teams right now. So I Alabama's think the hottest team. Yeah, they're that's going to be that's the national that's that's a tough. Yeah, I think because they play Alabama in the first round. Right. So that's mm-hmm. going to be a crazy matchup. And I think if they get through that, they're going to win it all. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I hope... don't know if it like Nick Saban's won a gajillion championships and he's still in, in college. Like, I don't know if it's like the I have to win this or I can't leave kind of thing. I don't know. We'll see. I think when you look at all the other circumstances around it, those aren't changing. Right. Like he's getting a level one violation and. The university not really having his back a whole lot once these allegations popped up and none of that's going anywhere. So I don't know if it really matters if he wins it all or not. I would rather he just lose and that way we can get this lot sealed up. But early. he seems kind of like a prideful guy. So like the tuck tail hypothesis where it's like, all right, well, I lost and I'm getting screwed over. Like I'm out of here as opposed to I'm getting screwed over no, and I just want a no. championship and I'm getting out of here. He did that with the 49ers. He and maybe goes, he didn't screwed over. And maybe he didn't trust feel me. Good. I'm leaving. Maybe he didn't feel good. So you're saying well, he's, he's like the Marty McFly of, yeah. the, of, the, of the coaches? Like, I'm glad you're back here to argue with me, Kyle. This is going so well. <laughs> Somebody was it's just like, easy. oh, you wouldn't be a chicken, would you? <laughs> and Harbaugh stops in his tracks and he looks over his shoulder. He's like, nobody calls nobody me calls me chicken <laughs> well, that's um, what I, i'm calling you a chicken for not coming back to the nfl you're scared that might have just done it that might have just sealed the deal for him kyle <laughs> the coach there. duggan give my agent on the your, phone <laughs> <laughs> give my agent sally on hold my calls <laughs> give me dean spanos <laughs> Um, all right. Well, there you go. Anthony, Tony Francis. Thank you, buddy, for asking the question. Let's move it on now to OM Run, who asked the question. Was it great to see Darwin be Darwin again or what? By the way, shout out to Kyle for diagnosing the problems on defense for the past two years, i.e. no identity, too complicated, couldn't play fast, etc. There you go. There you go, Kyle. I like shout, shout out, out to Kyle. <laughs> most of the times when I was saying those things, I would um, end it with, but I don't really know. <laughs> we were just kind of shots in the dark. <laughs> well, that's, like, the, yeah, that's, that's too complicated, but maybe not. I don't know. Well, and I think that speaks to uh, on both sides of the coin, too, because I think we were always trying to lean more on the positive side, going like, we don't know what's going on over there. I mean, yeah. it, we, we, I, I'm rooting for the guy. I think he's great. I think everything he's saying is great. And then that article comes out on ESPN, and it's just like, Ooh, maybe. <laughs> we're going on. I didn't que- know about it. Question though about that whole thing. Are you really is were they blowing up the birthday thing a little too much? Like he said know, birthday dude. to some guys and not the other. Because I'm I'm not sure if I'm like, wow, he's really mismanaging the team by like giving somebody a shout out and not somebody I, else. But I think that that was just an example that came to their it's mind. Just if he shows favoritism. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, okay. I it's it. not it's a straw that he, broke the camel's back or anything like no, that. Just him being it's, kind of absent minded, like, not thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. The whole point was he had his guys. And if you weren't one of his guys, you were on the outside. Right. Even to the point where he would give some people shout outs and not other, like that. I think that was just the example. That wasn't a, this is the only thing that's ever happened. And it stuck with me for the whole 10 year. He's been here. And it was, I, I, that's just the example. And it was 180 degree from what we were sold as him right. being a coach of one that's like, I call all my players. I talk to them. I ask about their families. I learn about, you know, everything about them. It's the opposite of that. It's that the opposite idea. of that, you know, like to yeah. go like, yes, let's wish these guys happy birthdays. And somebody's like, it's Dayon's birthday too. And he's like, <laughs> oh yeah. Happy birthday, Dayon. I mean, 
like, well, oh I, yeah, I'm sorry, I, 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 you just got and here. I didn't know. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's you could say that it's not a big deal, um, but if it was to those players, then it has a long term effect and impact. Like, right. I'm not one to say that you shouldn't have you shouldn't have your feelings hurt. Ugh. You know, like I'm not going to be the one to point that finger. Right. If that really made them feel excluded and not a part of the team that's going to directly result the way that they're playing. So, and that's the job of the coaches to know how these guys interact. Like when I was coaching, I knew guys that I could get on and tease and have fun with. And I knew guys that like, no, like that's just not how they can be coached. I can't get, I can't be hard on them because they're going to shut down. They need that encouraged. Like you have to know that stuff as a head right. coach. So if you, if you knew Dayon and you knew that maybe that would hurt his feelings, then you're going to go out of your way to not let that happen. Not just be like, Oh, yeah, Dayon. All right, suck it up. Sorry, I missed your birthday. Well, not it's, even just Dayon, though. I mean, people around him are going to be like, man, he really mistreated Dayon on that one. Like, yeah. it, it, it's not just him. It's everybody that's in earshot of something like that happening. It makes me wonder if he wanted somebody else in that third round and the, everybody else was like, give me Dayon. Because usually your top three guys are like picks that you're like, I'm excited about. Let's get him in here. Let's make him feel comfortable. Let's get him sure, going. Yeah. I wonder if there was some like cornerback or somebody on the board that he wanted a lot more and the brass was like no we're taking day on you know what i mean it makes me it makes me wonder (sighs) yeah exactly like if that's the energy and you're not wishing the poor guy a happy birthday come on now yeah something else he hasn't really gotten a fair shake of it like he has not put him on the field whatsoever this whole season now again we don't know if that's a result of staley having his guys or it's a result of hey he's just not ready Mm -hmm. um but looking back now after all of this starts to come out you starts to make you think like Maybe he does have his guys and he just sticks with them until they're dead and he doesn't give anyone else a shot. Yeah. And that's, that's possible. not a way to foster competitiveness and getting better and working hard at practice. Yeah. You can have a one or one year of doing well doing that, but then year three, shit starts to fall you apart. You didn't develop anybody. No one's no. gotten better. Yeah. Well, the question uh, was about Derwin as far as seeing. And, <laughs> sorry, uh, we went on an absolute. <laughs> well, it's fine. Kevin brought up another question. I yeah, sorry. What we were talking about. You well, brought we were, something. I couldn't remember how that happened. That's we we kind of had a short intro, Kyle, before you showed up. We were just kind of going over the game, but we didn't really talk too much about like the article or anything else going on around the league. So it sparked a good conversation. That was a perfect time to bring it up. But as far as uh, seeing Derwin out there being his old Derwin self uh, during that last game, what did you think, Kyle, as far as? We kind of talked about it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I think this his snap count was down a little bit. He wasn't on the field right. a ton. Um, but I would rather have him not on the field a ton, not getting hurt, and get him in there where he can be effective than putting him back at 12 to 15 yards, and he does nothing all game right. with the risk of injury and like not being effective. So I don't mind seeing him as like a like Joey Bosa, Cleo Mack, those guys all the same way. Like certain situations, yeah, we need to have him on the field right now. Mm-hmm. Um I think that it got brought up that at the end of the game on that game winning drive for them, he was on the sideline and on a third, like a third and long. Mm. And um, they caught a ball to. It was Bassey. It was Bassey. But it was like he he was covering him well, but it's just perfect pass. But it looks, it looks to the like, why was Derwin not in there? You know, Mm. like, was he even, would he, would it, like, if you're, Josh Allen, my brain is not working. If you're Josh Allen, do you even look that way? Or do you see Derwin and you go, nope, not going there. I'm going to have to find somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that you could get, they could, maybe they're going to figure that out more and get better at that. Um, but I would rather just, if he's not down in the box, just get him off the field. There's no, mm-hmm. like, I don't think he's that helpful back at 10 to 12. And you just run the risk of injury. It's, it's, it's silly. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. OM run. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to House of Hain. Who asked the question? I say, I think everyone did an amazing for this game. I think we had, I say, I think if we had 10 and 13, we would have won this game by 14. How do I say, how do you guys think the team did? I think if you have Keenan, you win that game. I think we're just our wide receivers. We just didn't have enough. And thank God we had Palmer made some huge catches, but we just weren't, we're just not a strong, we didn't have tons of depth after Mike and Keenan. It's just a reality of the situation. Well, so. Quinton should have been that depth and just hasn't really shaped out that way this year, he, unfortunately. He'll, he'll show, he showed up a couple times in that game making yeah, some yeah. big plays, and they tried to get him involved. He's just not consistent enough. And Exactly. I'm, I'm praying for a nice big jump in year two, which that happened for he Mike will. Williams, so yeah. it'll be good when we get there. Yeah, exactly. He'll for sure jump. I, I thought that, I don't know, I want to be competitive. <laughs> After oh, yeah. last Thursday's game, the fact that we were competitive, that we were fighting, we have no head coach, like we have a brand new head coach, two of our best players, three... 
three of our top five players on the whole team weren't playing. Nice scream in the background there. Good. <laughs> was that was that mine? I might yeah, have been. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all mine. Oh, there, there's toys that can be stolen now. There's some <laughs> Christmas presents that are easily yeah. jackable. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. The fact that we were competitive like that and it was a fun game and it wasn't it wasn't sloppy. I I thought that was really it was a fun game to watch. I was proud of the guys. Big time. Um all right. Well, there you go. House of Hain. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Andrew Ramsey, who asked the question. Andrew. I was inspired by the blank title part that said, Give this post a title. That being said, give this team a title before the Staley firing versus game one after the Staley firing. You can either pick to give the whole team a title pre post or one of the following the defense, the offense, the play calling, the fans, if you dare, a specific player, the reporting, the social media team content, the stray cat that's probably in the SoFi parking lot. The choices are endless. LOL. For me, I give this team the title Perdita, which means lost before the Staley firing. This team lost itself. They lost faith in themselves and in Brandon Staley's words over the course of the season. Now I give this team a title that we're all familiar with and one that will get your blood pumping. Nunkuepe. Now I begin. This team begins its journey to what it should have been all along. And I hope that game gives you a good appetizer of the excitement we'll see this team give us next season. Chargers funerals end today. We are Bolt Fam. K, love you, bye. All right. Well, you stole one of the best ones. So. I know. Time to get creative yeah. with this. I opt out. That's <laughs> I tap out. I'm out. Yeah, tap out. I'm not. I'm not giving answers. That's that sucks. He gets the best ones, and we just have to pick like yeah. B, C, and D. No thanks. Second place, third place. No, come yeah, on, yeah. Andrew. Andrew. Um, let's see. The title. I can do. I'll do one. I'll do the one that he says. If you dare, I'll do the fans. Ooh, okay. for fun. And it's not for all fans. It's just for like the general when you're on Twitter. It just is what it is. Um. Aggressively shitty, pre during Staley, mm-hmm. optimistically shitty post Staley. <laughs> Still shitty. <laughs> Still shitty. But we'll get out of this. It's gonna, we're going to get out of the shitty shitness. Yeah. But it's uh, aggressive versus optimistic. There you go. I like that. Um, I was going to go. What did I have? I had one in my head here. Uh, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> Andrew, your titles. Are too yeah, good. Too well, all we can do is think of like adjectives right now. We can't think of <laughs> yeah. like a title that would go well with it. I mean, uh, overly complicated would be the defense prior, the defense. and and simple Jack would be the title for the <laughs> simple Jack, <laughs> the new <one>. defense. <laughs> oh my god! Um, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think, uh, hey, folks, if you're listening to this, throw your titles down uh, in the comments because Dude, I will say, though, the one title I'll give social media team content. Oh, yeah. They are. They live rent free. They are in people's heads. Oh, I know. Dude. That was oh, so dude, funny. The yeah. Bills. Did you see those? Yeah. They're like, no, we're not going to say that because the social media charger social media team is going to come after us. They're going to get did us. Did you guys yeah. see that? I did. No, yeah. I didn't see that. What happened? It, it was prior oh, this, to the game. We, yeah. It was during the uh, when the game was starting, they were. When they were talking about who was going to win, like, is it going to be the Bills or is it going to be the Chargers? And I I don't remember. I think that's why they didn't put the graphic up. They were like, no, they did. They specifically said, they said, we're not going to put the graphic that shows all the us all picking the Bills because we know the Chargers social media team is going to kill us for it. Yeah, (laughs) that was on national broadcast. Yeah, they're like, they're afraid of our social media team. So our social media team lives rent free. That's the title that I'll give them. There you go. Up. If you're if you're a national broadcast, you're like. Man, I just don't want to get torn apart by the charges. <laughs> you're doing something right. There yeah. You go. Oh my god, I'm excited for the release, the schedule release for next year. What they're gonna do, what they're gonna, how it's gonna go down. I'm it's excited. We've already moved on so hard. I'm so ready to get, get to <laughs> there. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a lot of questions here that have moved on as well. But uh, Andrew, thank you, buddy, for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Bobby Wagoner, who asked the question. This should get me the hat. This shit was funny as hell. I need to represent here in Florida, boys, since Big Kev only vacays here. What sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to? So I think the thing that he was referring to being funny as hell was the video that the Chargers put together of Dicker the Kicker 
Oh, yeah. Uh, his oh, little yeah. infomercial of badass and i did not edit that <laughs> yeah i love how they cut together like 15 clips of justin saying dicker is a great kicker and, and, and i it, love him and i love him i didn't edit that <laughs> they're just they're so funny dude it's awesome it is really funny but uh uh sport to, would be funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to like there's no you can't get out of drinking. You need to take a drink. <laughs> you must consume. <laughs> what are those? Oh, <laughs> the the Red Bull Luftog. Like you know those guys that like competitively oh, yeah. fly planes <laughs> through like oh, circles. And that would shit. not be funny at all. <laughs> it would be risky. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they have parachutes <laughs> <laughs> for fire. They would blow up. <laughs> I don't know why that was the first thing that came to my mind. Terrible. Red Bull loop tongue. All right. No, it needs to be something that's like doesn't require vehicles for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We don't endorse that here on Charger Shed Podcast. You you wouldn't want to watch like football because it just wouldn't be as good. This needs to be something where it's like they're not moving a lot. Curling. And they're like the celebrations could be better, you know, and like the crap talk. (laughs) So for me, I'm going to go with the cornhole now has like Real competitive cornhole. Nice. I think if every one of those guys had to take like four or five shots before going out, I think the smack talk would get better, the celebrations would get better, <laughs> and the games would last longer because you're not hit. You're not hitting many of those five pointers. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna throw out uh, cricket. I think cricket would be immensely more fun <laughs> with alcohol. They throw the ball like they're drunk anyway. So that I mean, that's really what I'm saying. Funny. Like it could yeah. just get kind of sloppy. It could get a little uh, argumentative. Can't those games last like. <laughs> Days? Oh, I days. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like those games Drunk are for days. Those I'll games will end a lot quicker. Real. Everybody passed <laughs> yeah. out on the field. <laughs> throwing up. Can yeah. I change my answer? I just thought of a really funny image. Please, Please do. Please. Instead <laughs> of the loop talk, because that's just safe and unsafe. Scary, I, I think yeah. I want to do curling. The guy that has to like lean out and hold that perfect position... I just imagine a lot of like tipping. Oh, yeah. the thing. Yeah. Oh, and when they do that, that means the brush guy would have to go even harder. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yes, there'd be a lot more falling around. I think that'd be really entertaining. <laughs> brush as hard as he can. Oh, God. I'm going to. It just perfectly slows down the puck just enough to land. Just a little vomit. Is that and, and that they'll allow it. <laughs> they'll allow, it's, it's a Canadian sport. They, right. they will allow that, I'm sure. You, yeah. I, I didn't touch it. Ref, I threw up on it, but I didn't touch it. Yeah. Let, roll the camera. Right? Yeah, oh, I run it back. It. ESPN Ocho. Let's run those. Let's run the tape back. Yeah, let's get uh, the f- what's his name? The ref that they keep going to that's like trying to figure out if it's a a, a flag or not oh. or a penalty. Or, oh, what's his uh, name? Um, was it- Sent- uh, oh, it would be so much more funnier if I knew his name. <laughs> hit, hit, the, hit the music. Hit the no, music. Oh, no, no, no. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's a throwaway <laughs> Gene Scarator. There it is. There it is. Well, nice poll. I would have never remembered that. All right. I've heard his name so many times during our games. I can't forget it. Um, all right. Bobby, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Felix Jr., who asked the question. Would you prefer the better draft pick or beat the Broncos and or the Chiefs possibly hurting their playoff position? Certified fresh. Hey. Hey, oh, just did my research. Hey, my my research, my crack research team got back to me and this is certified fresh. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, I, I think we've talked about this before as far as would we rather win or have a better draft pick? But now it comes down to divisional opponents. This is Broncos. Correct. Chiefs. This is so it gets a little more personal. Yeah. yeah. I the way the Broncos just lost to the Patriots and the way the Chiefs just lost to the Raiders and the way we just played the Bills, there's no reason why we can't beat either one of these teams. They're not doing well. Mm, I would yeah. my my goal, I don't know if it's possible. We talked about it earlier, Kyle. Is there a way the Chiefs don't make the playoffs if they lose out? Um, they have nine wins. And they no, play yeah, two they more divisional not, they opponents. They could for sure not make the playoffs. So Wait, what, what's what what's the Broncos? They're seven, they're seven and eight. They just lost two. So yeah, they're they're now the Raiders and the Broncos. Oh, we got right here. so the Broncos are seven or eight, Raiders seven and eight, Chiefs nine and six. So So the Raiders went out and the Chiefs lose out. Oh yeah. They could or the Broncos not win the division yeah. because then they'll have two. If they lose to 
If the Chiefs play, who do the Chiefs play next week? They play the Bengals. Oh yeah, they're gonna get smoked. <laughs> they play the Bengals and then they play us. So if they if they lose to us, that means they they've already lost to us and the Raiders. Yeah, and the Broncos. Yeah, right? yeah. So they already have three losses in the division because if that's the tiebreaker, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then if the Raider, if the yeah, I think they would have the tie. So yeah, if the if the Broncos or the Raiders win out and the Chiefs lose out, the Chiefs don't even make the playoffs. Did we just find something to root for for the next two yes, weeks? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. I knew that if they won on Sunday, they would have clinched the AFC West. So if they win a game, they clinch. Mm-hmm. But if they lose out and those other two, the Broncos really screwed themselves by losing that game. Yeah. Oh, they could have won that. They they would have been one game back right now with two to go. Yeah. They're idiots. I would love. I. I there's a part of me that would love to come down to that last week, and if we beat them, they don't get into the playoffs because that's been so many years of them doing that for us. There's so many times where that's happened for us, so <laughs> that'd be pretty I rad. Also, I just can't wait to see Mahomes try to survive a road playoff game. I don't. I think he might just have such a temper tantrum that he explodes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you guys see poopy pants? I, I sent you guys both a clip from ESPN. I think. Of him like complaining about them not getting the play calls into him fast enough. Oh, he's just he's bitching. Like, Get me a play call, and he's walking off the field like this. this <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, you're such a baby, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's been yeah, pampered. Sure That's what it looks like. He's been pampered for five, six years, dude. Now finally, it's not going his way, and look what happens. Wow, true colors. He's such a baby. I don't even know. Like, talk to your chief fit friends because they can't be proud of him right now. Oh, I'm sure they are. Just like anything no, Justin Herbert. you can't. No. <laughs> no. No, you can't. If Justin Herbert was doing that baby crap, I would not be proud of them. Let me ask. I'll ask for you. I'll report back on Friday. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, the question was, uh, would we prefer better <laughs> <laughs> This was going to be a quick little episode. It was until the tangent showed up. Um, <laughs> I think we've talked about it before. Think, we would rather yeah. win. We would rather yeah. go out, see these guys compete, walk away with a win. Draft pick be damned. You know, we're already going to have a pretty damn low draft pick. I, I think we're, we're sixth right now. And right. We're tied. I think we were with, fifth until all the other games played out. Now we're sixth. So we're already going to have a top 10 pick. I think even if we win out these next two games, it's still going to be a top 10 pick. So yeah. Um, yeah. Wins are always better. It's, it's just it's kind of a it's kind of a win-win you win that's what i want if we lose you have a little bit of like a that's a consolation prize yeah, Def- yeah consolation prize. <laughs> definitely soften the landing last game it was just like you, you just like you fall from a high building and then you just yeah. nice little you soft get grabbed landing. by a high draft pick you, you just <laughs> land into a higher draft pick and everything is uh, right in the world ah comfortable yes all right well felix jr thank you for asking the question let's move it on now to tom telesco's burner account nice I don't know how long I'll hold on to that title. TTBA. Forever. <laughs> it's even more applicable now. You'll need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. <laughs> Seriously, though, I'm so glad I'm fired. Man, I was uh, pretty mid. I'm going to say it. Who you guys like for head coach? It's a one-man race for me, guys. All in for Jim Haba. If we don't get him, the Raiders will. Think about it. You want to go up against Reed, Peyton, and Harbaugh six times a year. Ownership must do this to grow and retain the fan base. Bolt up, baby. Also, shout out to Adia. He somehow predicted the lateral move of Kellen Moore becoming the Chargers OC this year. Now he is predicting Harbaugh as a head coach and the Eagles assistant GM as our new GM. Fingers crossed, motherfuckers. Maybe I I said that last episode. I thought a theory had like some crazy prediction. He was right on that. Mm. Maybe he's right on this too. That would be wonderful. That he's would be wonderful. Checkers. We're playing checkers. He's playing chess, boys. Three D chess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think what was the question? All, Let's all three of us is in on Harbaugh. A hundred percent Harbaugh. Like I, yeah. I am already excited that he's going to be doing his press conference at some point soon here in the near future. But yes, fingers crossed that that actually happens. There's too much smoke for it to not be. Harbaugh it just makes right too much sense. It I don't know. It like, really does. It does. It will put, and I think ownership knows if they don't go get him, it is going to put a, everyone's like, oh, they, they won't spend money on a head coach. And right. everyone's trying to defend them in that, you know, like Matt Money and Chris Harry, they're like, no, he will spend money. You've seen it. They spend money. I'm like, 
I don't know if he does. Like, I mean, yeah, I think the track record doesn't stand for they, at they least started, for coaches. Yeah. They did start spending a little bit more money on players. That's their right. whole point. Is that since the move to LA, they made this. They made Derwin the highest paid safety. They and made Joey the highest paid quarterback. They right. made Joey the highest paid. They weren't so, like, messing they're around. spending money in that aspect. Um, but you have to spend money on players. You have a cap, and the the national media is going to be like, "Why are you guys?" 60 million under the cap right. spend money right whereas with a head coach you can hide it how you don't know how much head coaches make like i don't know i can until i looked it up because now we're in a head coaching search right i didn't know that 20 million dollars was the top per year average like that's what belichick's i don't i'm like i don't know how much these guys make and right. we have one of the lowest paid head coaches the last three consecutive coaches that we've had mm. so <laughs> that tracker after taxes says, no, you're looking at like two and a half really if we're thinking about it <laughs> And we're in California, so California. It's even maybe even two, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. if you're lucky. Um, yeah, I think it just makes too much. Harbaugh makes too much sense not to go. Yeah, and give it everything you got. And also to add to what he was saying, I don't want him going to anywhere else, especially the Raiders. Can you imagine Harbaugh and the Raiders? I don't know why that became a thing. Why would he want to go there? Hopefully, they make the uh, dude. One of the better things that could happen: say the Raiders make the playoffs, they don't fire that coach. Yeah, they keep Pierce. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Well, we'll see what happens. But yes, we are definitely all in on Harbaugh to the point that we will be pretty uh, depressed if it doesn't go that Very way. depressed. But, uh, I hope you're right, Athir. Yes. And Tom Telesco's burner account, thank you for asking the question. Hey, let's move it on to Athir Kadir. Athir. Kadir. Who has a question? Still. <laughs> He's still a little grumpy as Athir. Judge yeah. Chet, my baby, Wolldog, my number one in my heart. But I love Kevin and can't forget about the coach, baby. I have two important questions, please. First one for Wolldog. Second question for everyone. First, my baby, Wolldog. I'm planning to come to the Chargers game first ever in my life next season. Home opener, baby. I want my picture with my baby <laughs> because I'm going to frame it, baby. Question, should I eat lots at Thunder Rally because I heard the food not so good at SoFi? And should I visit the team store, baby? Second question for Kevin and Kyle, the coach. Will it be okay with you if Spanos family hire Mike Borgonzi, Chiefs assistant GM, to be our GM? And who do you want to, the coach to be working with him? Coach Harbaugh or Ben Johnson, baby? Please let me hear everyone. I love you, my guys. F*** the Raiders. They can have the win. We will get the title before they sorry ass. P.S. Coach, I watch Friday's show, baby. It's not only OC, they passing game coordinator, running game coordinator, OL coach, too much crap. LMAO, QB coach, ha. Love you, coach, baby. Okay, guys, emergency. Kyle's got to go. Baby throw yeah. up. He's, uh, clean up on aisle six. <laughs> Bye. Bye, coach. All right, well, shoot. I wish we could have kept Kyle for just a little bit longer. Hey, we got it. We got enough. We got the meat of the we got sandwich. The taste. Well, let's be the bread. That's right. Um, all right, so. Athir, to answer your question first, uh, yes, I would absolutely recommend eating at Thunder Alley. I think the food there, the food there is made with love. It's made with people that care about the Chargers, care about the fans. They want you to have a good meal. SoFi Stadium has got some food that, you know, you could eat it. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. It, like, it's, it's, it's stadium food. It satiates the hunger. But great stadium food. Yeah, it's surprisingly not, not stellar stadium food. So I absolutely recommend eating at Thunder Alley. Um, and visiting the team store a hundred percent, you're going to find stuff at the team store that you cannot find online. So, uh, save up, save up the, the well, money and before anything. I'm so glad you're going to a game. So this oh, yeah. is all, and the this home is opener of all games. That that's is the one, always, yeah. that's the one we'll be at. You'll get, you, we, you'll definitely take a picture with him. Oh, we just got to sure. find you a fear. You can't stop me. I'm going to be the one looking for you with fear. I'll be, take, I will take the photo for you with fear. <laughs> I'm going to bring my master's degree to the table swimming. for your wall photo. But then the second question uh, for you, Kevin, as far as uh, whether or not the Spanos hire Mike Borgonzi, the Chiefs assistant GM, to be the next GM, and would you rather Harbaugh or Ben Johnson? I, I don't mind. Whatever GM, it's hard with for me on the GM because we don't know that much about them. Mm. But I, I imagine if they're coming from a team with a very well-built roster then has been a dominant team for as long as they have, like I'm not mad at that. I want to start with the coach. I think if you start with Harbaugh, then you figure out, they've said it multiple times, you start with the coach. In this situation, they'd be open to starting with that and then going to GM. Right. So let's flip the script this time and get the coach you want in and then give him the 
guy that he he wants to help him build the roster so we can win a Super Bowl or two or three. Right. Yeah, I mean, Mike, I know nothing about the guy, but he's, like you said, he's been working with an organization, a winning organization, an organization that's been to the Super Bowl a couple of times within the past, what, five or six years. So, yeah. Um, and, hey, might bring a little bit of strategy over that he can be like, hey, I sat in on some team meetings, and uh, this is what they do. And sure. Like, so, Take it. Um, and yeah, definitely Harbaugh over Ben Johnson. I'm sure One Ben Johnson coach. could be a great coach at some point, nothing against him. But at this point, this team needs experience. They don't need somebody that's coming in and trying something new for the first time. And this Absolutely. would be the third straight OC. Yep. So three times, shame on us. Oh, Staley was a DC. I know, but it was, no, I guess you're right. McCoy, Lynn, then him. That's three. That's the third. Because yeah. Norv was a coordinators was a, for sure. That's what I mean. Yeah. So it'd be a full strikeout. If you, you can't, you, we already struck out on the, on the coordinators. So it's time to get us a head coach. Yeah. And a coach like Harbaugh would be 100%. just the perfect one for this. Yeah. So Athir, thank you, buddy, for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Daryl 21, who asked the question. Merry Christmas, guys. Oh, hope you're all well and happy with the families. Well, let's get right to it. Oh, since Harbaugh is being offered a 10 year, $125 million deal. Hey, that's 12.5 a year. It's not bad. And are we all confident Dean will top that offer and come up with a deal that Harbaugh would consider? I know it's a topic we're all thinking about, so I'd rather hear from cooler heads like you guys than all the noisemakers and crybabies who are freaking out. Hoo-ha. As far as Saturday night's game, how great was it to feel our team playing together? They played the hots out and seemed much more connected. So we lost. Who cares? It was still so damn cool to feel hope again. Who f***ing ha? On to Denver <laughs> this week, boys. Can't love you, bye. Oh, 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 this guy, he gets it. That's a good point. Like, the, there was this hope again. It felt hopeful, um, that game. Which is weird so, because it was hopeful, but to know, like, we're going to make the playoffs. Like, it wasn't that kind of hope. It was just hope that, like, the team is not a loss. Like, it's not a complete loss of a team. We're not just, you know, twiddling our thumbs out there. Like, this is a team that can compete. This is a team that can go up against a dominant football team like Buffalo yeah. and still put up some numbers and still compete. So, they got heart. Yeah. They got, they got heart, baby. Got heart, baby. Um, but uh, as far as the Harbaugh, as topping Harbaugh's deal, they have to. I don't well here. I don't think they have to in certain respects. I don't think they're going to give him a ten year. I think that's that's crazy. Um, but I think they'll give him more per year. I think it'll be like probably somewhere in like the seventeen range. If you really want to lock him in, seventeen for like four years, five years, something like that. So do you think that would be more appealing, getting more money per year as opposed to like the uh, the job security of a ten year contract, like? <laughs> I feel the way he's been moving around, like in his mind, like maybe this won't work out. So let me get out of this if I if I can. You know maybe, what I mean? Maybe. So I don't know. I just don't feel like it's going to be a. T I don't think the span I would ever do a ten year deal. Mm -hmm. um, they might. That might be the crazy thing he needs is like ten years of confidence that nothing's going to change. Right. And who knows? Maybe that's what our team needs. But I think it's going to be a little less than ten. It'll be somewhere like over over fifteen for sure. Okay. There you go. So, yeah, so topping it money-wise, but not yeah. necessarily lengthwise. Totally. Gotcha. Um, all right. Well, there you go. Daryl21, thank you for asking the question. Let's move on now to Marco Dalio, who asked the question. What's up? So, Essay, what you thinking? Bantos, do we get a real coach, or we go the same route we've been on? Dang, them bolts having some fun last night, Essay. Let's kick some donkey. Hee-haw, hee-haw. Bolt the F up and say, Charlie, I don't know if I said that last part right. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I got to sometimes just swing for the fences. But, uh, yeah, man, it was uh, that was a fun game. I mean, <laughs> I got to watch the game with Kevin, and we were just laughing the whole time. We are having like, fun. In I mean, a fun, fun way. Like that in a while, yeah. Like well, Thursday, we laughed in a, I can't believe this is happening kind of way. But Saturday was a, oh, this is fun laugh. I, I noticed whenever we're ahead in the first quarter, we're always a little more jovial and fun. If oh, we yeah. get down in the first quarter, it's a little more doom and gloom. But we were, I don't think it would have mattered either way. We still had a no. freaking blast. And we were ahead. We weren't ahead by a lot. But, you know, first quarter, we were up three nothing. Mm -hmm. So let's go. Yeah. 
And uh, as far as whether we would want a a coach or a coordinator, um, we we need a coach. We still have a coach. It's Harbaugh, 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 Harbaugh. Please, yeah. please, 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 and thank you. Yeah. So, all right. Well, there you go, Marco Dalio. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Zachary Shelton, who asked the question. If Harbaugh, Belichick, and Ben Johnson are off the table, what name are you looking at to be the next head coach? I don't know, dude. You just eliminated all my essentials well, with this. <laughs> yeah, big I think time. That's kind of fun to at least think about as far as like, hey, man, these are all the big names for some reason. They're off the table. What could we possibly hope for to get? Um, I mean, I know people... It, Two names that have been at least tossed around, I don't think they're likely, but they've at least been tossed around, are Mike Tomlin. Yeah, a possibility, but there's no, there's nothing that's indicated that they've been that they're going to let that guy go. Yeah, um, or who could at least potentially be let go, but there hasn't really been anything talked about yet for him is uh, Ron Rivera. Yeah, I don't, I don't I mean, see, I don't see Ron at all. He's he has not had a successful team in a very long time. But no, but I mean, if you look at the teams that he's had, yeah. have they been at the same caliber as what the Chargers have been? Yeah, uh, it's hard to say, dude. I, I, I mean, that's what I mean. Like he's been, he had the one time where he went to the Super Bowl with Cam Newton and that Panthers team, and then after that, it's been Panthers and Commanders. Yeah, and I don't think they've been the same caliber type of team. And if you hand him the Chargers, that might be the difference maker. I don't know. I think the only other team you like, we're, we we have a kind of stipulations for ourselves, right? Like we've decided that we want a head coach. Mm-hmm. We want somebody that's done it before. Yes. The only other one that like screams like, "Hey, I'm a head. I've been a successful head coach. I've done well in previous seasons." Is Dan Quinn? Dan Quinn was a previous coach with Atlanta. He's now with the Cowboys, and he. Seems like he would fit our criteria criteria better than any of the other teams, than any of the other candidates that are OCs looking to come up. So I think if we get into this desperate situation, that you know, there's no Harbaugh, Belichick, can't even it's crazy. I'm even saying that Tomlin, <laughs> if he even becomes available, right? You know, I think you look at Quinn, um, somebody that has experience and has done it. He's had, you know, a couple winning seasons when he was with Atlanta. Um, so we'll see. All right. Well, there you go. A couple other names to chew on there, Zachary. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on. on to, oh, wait a minute. Charger chat coach. Oh, son of a bitch. God, he freaking throws in questions here. Is he certified fresh? Yeah, I guess this is fresh-ish. <laughs> All right. Well, this is... Uh, he can't not be in the show. Even when he's gone, he's coming back. <laughs> he finds a way. Uh, all right. Well, this is Kyle, the coach Duggan asked the question. I'm back, baby. Trade Mac and Allen and see what Bosa and Williams have left in them, baby. Sell high kind of thing, baby. Oh, and if you had to bring on a fourth co-host, who would it be, baby? Rotating co-host, baby. P.S. I don't know the answers, baby. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm scared to answer this because he's going to send me a text later and be like, you were so goddamn wrong, Kevin. Um... <laughs> Well, I think it's an interesting question because everybody that has talked about the players that we have and the contracts and every all the money that they're going to be owed next season, we want to hold on to Mac because of how well he's been in producing. And we want to hold on to Keenan Allen because of how well he's producing and want to get rid of Bosa and you want to get William, rid of Williams, but they're either injured or they don't produce. So if you get rid of them, you're giving them to somebody who you're not able to be like, look how good they are because they've been injured. But Mac and Allen have been very good, so you could probably get some top dollar for those guys or top trade picks or whatever you want to, you know, whatever you think you could get in return. So do you get rid of those guys because you can get a lot more for them based off of their production or what? What do, the, what do you the, do? This goes totally against what I want. I, I would of flip course. it. I would flip the script 100%. Because the trade value, I don't know what that's going to be for. Bosa's still going to have trade value because he's Joey freaking Bosa. Right. Um, and Mike Williams is still Mike. I think these all these guys have potential to have good trade compensation. Right. I would still, at this point in time, I'd stick with Mack and Allen. 100% Allen. I think that's just, you need to lock that in for for Justin because he is a different quarterback when Keenan's playing. Agreed. Um, and the same thing with Williams. Like, there's a part of me that would even want to keep Allen and Williams and then maybe look at some new young edge rushers mm-hmm. that don't cost a lot of money. Right. Because um, we have Thule. Maybe you go get lucky in the draft early on and then bring in maybe a, a cheaper veteran guy that can, to, you know, 
handle the edge and, and get after the quarterback. So there's going to be a lot of change with the new coaching staff, but you could flip and flop this however you want. And mm-hmm. it's, you can, I don't know, it's still annoyingly stressful. It, it's just, it's an interesting concept to be like, we love these guys so much because of what they do for the team that we love them so much and they could get us more great stuff in areas that, cause we're going to have a lot of holes, man. Like half of this team is going to go. So do you get rid of some of those a players and get a few B's that are going to fill some spots that you're going to need to fill because you're just, you don't have the guys anymore. Well, I don't think you're getting like, I, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think you're getting a third or fourth, like maybe a fourth round for some of these guys. Like when right. was the last time a fourth round really hit and you're like, Oh wow, that was freaking awesome. I'm glad we got him. Right. So I, I think the trade compensation act aspect of it is just kind of like, it's not going to be what any of us won. It's no. going to be like, we gave away Allen for a fourth round pick. Like what the f- no, for sure. But I mean, Sorry, you're going to owe those people less money. You're fine. <laughs> One deep <laughs> that, in the show. <laughs> but that's what I mean is you're going to owe our, we only have so much money. There's only a limit to how much we can spend. And I, I am a hundred percent behind keeping Mac and Allen. Don't get that twisted. But it makes sense that if you did get rid of them to get a few more bees for less, for less money that you owe them, because you just, you have to, your hand is forced. But I what know. I, I'm saying the same thing. Like, I think they're going to be comparable picks amounts. I don't think they're going to get a lot more for these two over the other two. I think it's going right. to be similar. So I think it's a wash either way. I think you pick, keep your best players. I don't think you're going to get like a ton more for Mac and Allen, who are the right. older, they're much older than Bosa and Williams. Mm-hmm. So, um, but what if it's like a trade? I mean, I'm, I don't know any player names, so I'm not throwing it out there like, oh, you could totally get this guy, this guy, and this guy. But if you could trade player for player, like if you could trade an A player for two Bs, not draft picks, but two Bs from another team that could fill holes in the areas that you need. Again, I'm not throwing specifics because I don't I don't have my finger on the pulse of like players that other teams are going to try to trade away either. But it makes sense. I get where, where Kyle's coming from, and it hurts my heart to think of getting rid of either Mac or Allen. These I are the conversations you got to have, though, because it's going to oh, be sure. a reality. This well, as a GM, I'm not the GM. That's I'm No one is right now, so no one's <laughs> yeah. stressing about it. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if they do end up going that route. Um, and as far as the fourth co-host, who would we bring in? <laughs> Papa Duggan? Mm. Craig? Yeah. Your mm. wife? <laughs> he's bringing an outside look like bring, I don't know that that would be a weird podcast bringing one of our wives to come really just make a yeah, yeah. it would be, be pretty inter- entertaining that'd be entertaining wives. yeah maybe one of the wives because they'll keep us real and they'll give you insight about how full of shit we are yeah um, so I think that could be exciting I think Dave and Craig could probably do that too Dave and Craig that sounds like a podcast there you go <laughs> Dave and Craig <laughs> Dave and Craig <laughs> One's named Dave and the other's named Craig. Craig. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think those two would be the swap ins, and then the special guests would be one of the wives to report back on why the other person's not podcasting that episode. Let me tell you what this guy did this week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Listen to this. Um, all right. Well, I think we hit them all there, Kyle. Yeah, Kyle. Thanks for <laughs> Charge a chat, coach. <laughs> Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to JP Goody. Who asks Certified Fresh the question? What player in the draft do you think would be the most impactful addition to the Chargers in the next year's draft? No more developmental picks in the first round, please. I'm hoping for Brock Bowers personally. So many good teams have a great QB tight end connection. And look at what Sam Laporta has done with his rookie season. Bowers is the best tight end prospect to come around in like ever. Not only would he be a prime target for Herbert, he is also a damn good blocking tight end as well. Imagine that, getting good receiving and blocking from a tight end. It's like two upgrades in one. Dan Fouts had Kellen Winslow. Philip Rivers had Antonio Gates. These guys are Hall of Fame tight ends. My hope is that one day we will think of Herbert and Bowers in the same vein. Let's f***ing go. Bolt the f*** up. Can't love you, bye. And thanks, Kevin, for certifying my freshness. Cool tick man and stick boy. I'm so glad I snuck that in before the question. <laughs> you did it. You are certified fresh, my friend. Thank you, JP Goody, for your amazing question. Love it. Um, yes, we're already looking towards the draft. 
And uh, as far as a most impactful first round pick, uh, hard to argue against the tight end. I mean, Brock Bowers, yeah, he's he's a stud, dude. I think yeah. he's better than all the guys that came out last year in terms of what he's capable of doing. He's a big guy, six you know six four, two forty, great hands, athlete. Like, but I think you, Kyle says it all the time. It's like the best teams have the the top tight ends. You know, mm-hmm. you look at Kelsey, you look at Kittle, you look at some of those guys, and what they even have, Sam they Laporta have. now. Laporta, yeah, he's coming out. He's the he's the best and best right now. Yeah, um, in terms of that draft class, so um, I think that would be a huge upgrade for sure. Yeah, it's hard to. I mean, I keep rooting for a center, but I understand that uh, that's not mm-hmm. necessarily a first round. You can get uh, one in the uh, second or third and be in good <laughs> but, shape. Uh, yeah, tight end. I mean, anything to help out the line at all is always going to be a big pick. And, I mean, if there's a defensive end of some kind, because we might not hold on to Joey Bosa or Khalil Mack. That's, that's exactly what I was. I have, I have a guy. You have a guy? Please give a name. So, I don't have a name. So if we have Tuli, Tui Pelotu on one side, and Laitu Latu, <laughs> the Samoan <laughs> carnage that's going to come with our two edge rushers being Hawaiian Samoan, that would be freaking amazing. Wow. Um, and he's with SC. So that would be, I'm sorry, UCLA. So you'd have the UCLA on one side, USC on the other. That'd be awesome. They're going to be competing within themselves mm. um, for bragging rights. But I don't know. There, there's so many options there. How far we fall, like Malik Neighbors, the wide receiver. Like You could look at all those guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bowers. I think. I don't think Harrison's going to be there. Yeah. I don't think we're going to fall enough for to get him. He's just... That guy's insane, you know. Comparisons to like Megatron and like that, how how dominant he is to like Calvin Johnson. Mm. So I think uh, you know neighbors, um, uh, Latu or Bowers. Those are guys that make sense if we're in this position. It was harder last year because we were deeper into the into right. the into the draft order. So you kind of have to guess a little more. You can really land it, kind of like a really good picture of who you think is going to be there this year. And we might not be so off base with all of our offseason conversations. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be, we still got a couple more games to go through to find out where we actually land on that draft picking chart and we can all start doing our mock draft picks. But uh, it'll be exciting to see what this new coaching staff and this new GM, what direction they go with, you know, where they feel the biggest need or opportunity or if they get the biggest bang for their buck in that first round pick. You know, that was always Tommy's motto was just like, we just need to get the biggest bang for our buck, whether it's a position of need or not. We need to get the best player available. So... Will that be the strategy for this upcoming regime? Only time will tell. But uh, JP Goody, thank you for asking the question. And we go out of Ask Bolt Fam with DJ Jones, who asked the question. Hey, y'all, I'm feeling pretty good about this loss. We played better and moved up in the draft. My question to you guys, if Marvin Harrison Jr., Brock Bowers, Malik Neighbors, or Laito Latu are available, would you take one with no trade down or trade down for more picks? They love you, bye. Wow, this hit exactly what we just said. We were just talking about this. But, uh, but we've been talking about picking one of these guys, not necessarily trading down, which there's been a lot of talk about wanting to trade down just to get more picks because you need more. At this point, you're going to need more cheap guys with the contract that Herbert's going to be holding on to coming up here pretty soon. Yeah. So more A's or more B's? That's the question. That is the question. I that's hard because <laughs> I think honestly, I think you coming in as a new GM or coach, you want to go get like the stud. You want to go get the guy that's going to help you immediately. Cause I don't think we're that freaking far off from being a really good team. So like getting a couple more guys that need to develop a little longer. I don't know. I would rather go get the guy, the stud that's available right then and there. Yeah. Cause we're going to be in, you don't usually get it. Uh, we don't usually land in the top five. And when we do, we get Mike Williams's, we get Joey Bosa's, you know, those Derwin are the guys James, we, yeah. Derwin, uh, no, Derwin no, was further he wasn't, down. excuse me. Yeah. You're those right. are top fivers that we don't usually get. And they have absolutely panned out for us. So if you're going to get a top five pick, go get your top five pick. Yeah. And then if you want to trade back in like the second and third round to ga- gather some more C players with the potential of B and you're just really good at scouting and understanding the college landscape, i.e. Harbaugh, because that's where he is. And that's what he does right now. That's, that's what I would do. Yeah. I would have to agree. If this, if our first round pick was, you know, in the twenties or even late teens, I would definitely, you know, cater to the idea of trading, trading down to get more picks because a lot of those like immediate impactful players are probably going to get picked up pretty quickly. I mean, granted there, you, you can always strike gold in some of those later rounds, you know, like the, 
the Puka Nakua's that are like yeah. going out there and just tearing very up. late rounds, yeah, very late round players. So I mean, it's always possible, but you got to. I mean, unless you have a crystal ball, there's no way to tell that any of those late round picks are going to hit. And uh, so to have a possible top ten or top five pick. Uh, it's hard to say no to picking a, an absolute stud that you know is going to be an immediate impact to this team. So I would say to stick with the pick and any one of those guys. I, I mean, I'm not as uh, familiar with uh, Malik Neighbors. What's his position? Wide receiver. Wide receiver. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, stud. he's a freaking stud. Yeah. I mean, Brock Bowers, I think, would be the absolute pick for this team that makes absolute sense. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see what ends up happening. But I'd say stick with the pick. For sure. Stick with, stick with the pick. All right. Well, DJ Jones, thank you for asking the question. And thank you, everybody, for asking questions here in Ask Bolt Fam. Uh, as we mentioned, we are going to be giving away a hat for the question that we thought was the funniest or made us laugh the hardest. So give us a second while the judges deliberate. All right, folks, took a lot of thought. We used our brains as best we could, but we do have a winner. And the winner of this week, it's getting the hat. Made us laugh. That's Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner. Curling for the win. Drunk <laughs> curling. <laughs> The mandatory alcohol made us laugh pretty hard. So that was excellent, Bobby. Thank you. Congratulations. We'll get your deets here. We'll reach out to you on Twitter and uh, get that hat shipped out to you. Toot sweet. Toot sweet. But uh, there you go, folks. Thank you all for making this Ask Bolt fam what it was. It was short and sweet. It's still, still an hour. hour. <laughs> oh, God dang it. Uh, but uh, we love you guys, and we always want to put these episodes out for you. And uh, looking forward to the Friday episode to see what we have to look forward to for this Denver game. Any uh, final thoughts there, Kevin? No, nope, Merry Christmas. Hope you guys all had a great one and yes. still enjoying the time off work if you're off. And just keep it going. Have fun. We'll talk to you soon. There you go. All right, folks, that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you. Bye. Hey, I love you. Bye. And now, a word from our sponsors. When it's time for dinner and you just want something that's quick, easy, and just makes sense, swing by Harbaugh's Fried Poultry. We don't use the C word for reasons. That's Jim's thing, not ours. But yeah, get yourself some finger-licking, deep-fried bucket of poultry for you and the family. Add some mashed potatoes and biscuits because there are no limitations financially or otherwise that you should put on dinner. Harbus Fried ch I mean poultry. Poultry. Harbus Fried Poultry. It's as tough as Jim or your money back. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.